Aloha. Thank you for joining Healing with Aloha podcast. I'm Desmond Hakias. This podcast is to bring hope and healing with Aloha. It's storytelling with special guests and myself. I'm Desmond Hakias. And it's a pleasure to have you join us and sending a lot of aloha and positive energy for those who are on their grief journey. Aloha from the island of Kauai. Okay, here we go. Um, aloha, I'm Desin Hakias. Thank you so much for joining me with Healing with Aloha. We bring hope and healing with Aloha, and I'm so grateful and honored to have my friend Belle Church um, to be on this podcast. She is a therapist, and she's um, in California. I was able to meet her um, while she was here on Kauai, of all places. Um, She came to attend a a special um, retreat for therapists, and I, I instantly bonded with her, and I wanted to share her with you guys so that you can learn some some tips so that you can overcome um, your negative thinking. And so with further ado, this is Belle. Hi, how are you doing? Good. Hey Belle, can you give them a little background about yourself? Sure, I am a licensed marriage and family therapist working on getting licensed for my professional clinical counseling. I have been practicing since 2012 and um, graduated in 2015, got licensed uh, a couple years later, and have been working with um, all types of demographics. I'm a U.S. Air Force veteran, and um, so I work with vets. I work with uh, a lot of community mental health. Right now, I'm in private practice. Well, I, you know, thank you so much for your service. I didn't know that you um, used to serve. Yeah, thank you. Wow. It's an honor. Um, so, um, Belle, can you um, tell me what is the, the main thing that you've been working with people um, right now in therapy, like in general, and um, how can people uh, like consider the idea of um, going into therapy as an option, you know, on their grief journey, or mm-hmm. even if they're, sorry, look, I can hear my chicken. <laughs> I miss Hawaii. those. <laughs> I miss those guys. I'm in Hawaii, and we have a lot of chickens and roosters. Um, like how, cause a lot of times people come to me and they say, oh, you know, how do you pick a therapist or, you know, why did you, cause it's, you know, some people feel like it's not for them or maybe people in their family Mm -hmm. has never been in therapy. Mm -hmm. Can you just share a bit about that aspect also? Well, number one thing is that when you're ready for a change, you will change. Like when things in your life have been like, repeating and you're going through the same cycle and nothing's working that's when it's really important to like hey you know what maybe I could get help from someone outside the box and that's a big thing too like you know just because you go to one therapist and it doesn't feel like it fits guess what it doesn't fit so maybe it's important to like you know shop around with someone that you can like you know you have good vibes about I'm not saying like you trust them off the bat that's not that's not safe, you know? You you are so worthy that you can work with someone to trust you and you to trust them. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. I, I've gone through therapy um, for trauma. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed that certain people I was able to connect with and other people I didn't. And, and it's okay. Yeah. Like, that's your gut instinct talking. And a lot of times, because like, you know, we have map quests, we have available water, like you were hungry, you just go to the store or go wherever. We have not been listening to our gut instinct and our gut instinct has got us here. Like, you know, running away from dinosaurs, like, you know, finding water in the wild. Um, so it's really important. Your gut instinct saying, hey, you know what? I vibe with this person or hey, I don't vibe with this person is important. Not saying if you don't vibe with someone, don't ever try to like get to know them. It's just like, hey, you know what? This person needs to earn more time getting my trust. Yeah, no, that, and I think that's important. I think, you know, culturally, um, a lot of times it helps when you can have someone you work with as a therapist, uh, understand your culture values, uh, because like, like I was expressing to you, like we're multiracial, like our families are multiracial. So I don't exactly go in alignment with some of society's standards you know, mm-hmm. what they say, we, how we should be, how we should live. And like in Hawaii, uh, we put our family first, mm-hmm. which is great. But sometimes that is the part that is the hardest because you want to please your family, but then it goes against who you are. And mm-hmm. then, that, then that's when it becomes a tragedy almost, or it creates trauma in you because there's needs to, to resolve, but mm-hmm. your family doesn't see it the way you see it. And that's why you end up going to see a professional to to be able to you know deal with your heart issues and your your mind and coming to your own conclusions whereas your family doesn't see it's an issue yeah and then that's the biggest thing too it's like you know we get stuck into what our family thoughts are which are you know perfect and what they are but what happens if you come from a family that is toxic or abusive or harming does that mean you should just stay in that family? Granted, like, you know, that's where our culture comes in. Like, we're going to do everything to help the family. At the end of the day, we also take care, have to take care of ourselves. No, yes, I agree. And I think it's important. Like, I'd like to know more, like, with you to share about that, about the, the negative thinking or just the toxic um, relationships that we can have in our family and how trying to people please people gets us nowhere and it ends up hurting oh, yeah. us. Yeah, because oh, yeah. learning to have healthy boundaries with people that we've known the longest in order for us to record mm-hmm. like Yeah. Yeah, and that's the hardest thing. And that's that obviously we're not gonna be able to cover that right now. At the end of the day, knowing that like, you know, you are the first person that's going to fill your well. Um, and when your well is full, you could give to others. I got that from Jada Pinkett Smith. But <laughs> the biggest thing as mothers, especially, you're always giving to your child, to your husband, to your mom, to your dad, to your in-laws, and it gets overwhelming, which is fine because we're all human. Like we're not robots. Not, we're not meant to do every single thing and have no emotions about it or do it with a happy face. We're just human and we're so dynamic in that way. But yeah, um, it, I work with a lot of trauma and along with trauma is negative thoughts. So when the negative thoughts keep rolling, it becomes a negative feedback loop. So when there's a negative feedback loop, you're just thinking negative thoughts, attracting negatively. 
And so to stop that, um, here are the three tips, it's called stop thought. So first of all, you think of one, a stop sign, and just imagine that in your head. Then two, you take a deep breath. And deep breaths are different for a lot of people. So I'll tell you, like a deep breath is like, you know, inhaling for a few seconds, holding that breath, and then letting it out. Without that hold, you're hyperventilating, and that's not going to help. So taking in a deep breath, so like, you know, breathe in for five seconds, hold it for two, and then letting it over for five, or whatever you want to do. And then three, focus on a positive fact. Not a thought, but a fact. Because that is what's going to change your cognition to, you know, focus and search for the positivity for example if someone's in your room and they're mm -hmm. expressing you know their negative thought for example like i'm not good enough what would be a simple fact that you've helped them to acknowledge for themselves while they're in the office for example oh for sure i'm not good enough like who told you that uh my mom and mm -hmm. then like okay so if your mom told you that, um, it's, it's your, like, you get to choose to change that. You get to choose, do you want to feel good enough? Yeah, I do want to feel good enough. Okay, so what have you accomplished today? Oh, nothing. And he's like, okay, well, you're here with me. You made it to your appointment on time. You accomplished that. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, so there you go. You're timely, you're respectful, uh, and you want what's good for you. And then build out the case. So what did you accomplish this week? What did you accomplish this month? What did you accomplish this year? And then start building these, like, um, I get this from um, David Goggins, making a cookie jar and then throwing all these accomplishments in the cookie jar so that when you're really hurting, that you just open up that cookie jar and focus on one of these accomplishments. Well, that, that's great. You know, I kind of read that before, but I've never done it, but I get it because like just that example, it, it's real. It's mm -hmm. very real. I, I, I stay, I'm online with Facebook and I'm in different groups and I've had um, women entrepreneurs. I'm in this one group shared that they can't even have a relationship, for example, with their parents or mm -hmm. their mother, uh, which it's because of that, that very reason. They mm -hmm. didn't, they don't feel good enough. And they, they finally have to just say, as much as I, I, I love them, I have to step away because yeah. it was hurting them. And yeah. Yeah. And, you, and that happens so many times. And that's one of the things that when I was in the military, because my, my husband's actively serving, um, we would move away and not be near our family. So guess what? We have to make our military family. And that, that you don't have to be in the military to make a military family. You find people you trust in your community that have shown you that you can trust them. Not just you trust in them because they, what they do for other people, but what they've done for you. Mm -hmm. And then you build your family that way. Like, look at us Islanders. Like, everyone's my auntie or uncle because <laughs> that's why they come through. Yes. <laughs> and then same for me. I I'm, I love being other people's auntie because I'm I'm down. I'll be I'll go through the fire with you. Mm -hmm. It's 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 interesting though. Um, people's ability to write down their wins or their accomplishment. It's almost like 
culturally some cultures is like we're always told be humble be humble so mm-hmm. it kind of like goes against that 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 value that True. we're writing down our wins but in actuality we need those wins because our brain tricks us to thinking that we're not capable of doing great things you know like we have dreams and goals but we don't even try we procrastinate it but here's the thing here's the biggest thing like yeah you know i get it like we're not supposed to be like hey i'm like i want all this i want all that but here's the thing if you're just telling yourself what what's the hardest part about that you know there is a humility and a a humbleness in being able to just tell yourself all these wins because you don't have to tell the world no matter how much you tell the world something and if you don't believe it, it won't matter yes so if you tell yourself it and then you believe it, it kind of sets it up for you. No, I agree. I think when we are aware of our weaknesses and our strengths, that when people come at us, uh, they give feedback, yeah, their opinions. Yeah. Um, if you can know yourself, like and love yourself, mm-hmm. that whether it's negative or positive coming your way, that you're mm-hmm. at peace with yourself, that it yeah. doesn't make you like crumble because mm-hmm. it if someone criticizes you, your world's not going to end because you are aware. Like, oh, I'm working on that. <laughs> and that's so true. It's so true. Like, and, and a lot of people take a lot of, they put a lot of stock in listening to people that are hurting them. And that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, sometimes it's important. Like, someone gives you criticism and asking, like, you know, transparently, like, that hurt. Are you trying to help me or hurt me? Wow. And if it's ever to help, then think, can you please clarify that for me? Because like, I want to learn. I like, you know, I'm all about, you know, do my best every day. So help me understand how you're trying to help me with what you just said. Okay, so if their intention wasn't to help you. And it was to hurt you. They don't even know how to answer that question. Okay, say that question again. I want people to hear it. What was the question you just said? Are you trying to help me or hurt me? Yes. Yeah, are you trying to help me or hurt me? And just saying like, you know, uh, I feel really hurt by what was just said. Are you trying to help me or hurt me? Please help me understand. And people's true colors, like they, a lot of people do not expect to be asked that. No, no, I've never had anyone see that. Mm-hmm. And that's and then, powerful because that's what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. When you're yeah. talking to certain people, whether it's family, friends, coworkers, it's shocking that some people can be just blatantly hurtful, Oh, for sure. In their words or their actions. And you had no intent of hurting that person. But then it's like, wait, did they just say that to me? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, this is something like, auntie, that was hurtful. Were you trying to help me or hurt me? Oh, I just want to help you lose weight. I'm like, oh, okay. Just wanted to make sure um, I'm doing the best that I can with what I'm doing or whatnot. It, it's not an easy question to ask. It isn't. But it's a, is that like a form of being assertive? For sure. Was it like, cause, I, cause we were never talking. taught to say that. Oh, heck no. <laughs> You're just like, yes, auntie. Yes. <laughs> and you know what? I'll be honest. Cause I'm Filipino. Um, Me too. Part, I, well, mixed. I'm Filipino, you know, with Hawaiian, Spanish, Chinese, but mm. I've had that question about, um, oh, like, like, well, the weight factor came up like, oh, you put on a lot of weight, you know what I mean? And because, you know, I, I came home, got divorced, I went through a lot, you know, and I, I did put on weight, but I'm okay with myself. But mm-hmm. then 
just it's so it was mind-boggling that why should it bother you it's my body yeah you know and and I had to learn to say something back and and saying I'm okay with myself like you've been overweight like my whole life but I don't say anything to you and then the response Mm -hmm. was I don't care what people think well I don't care what people think too like I don't see why but the the when I kind of dug more deeply the reason why is because when I was in high school I was very active in sports I never went over 100 pounds Mm. and so that person's view of me I was always like 100 pounds or lighter but that's that's like 1993 <laughs> like <laughs> there's no um, children there's yeah. no life stresses age metabolism <laughs> all that out the window and so you just and I know this comes up with women is like what do you see when people reference to how you love your weight and whatnot but it's like getting to to a point where you just like and love yourself that you just can't let it break you so here's the thing with the aunties that ask you about your weight, they're also going to have a buffet ready for you to eat. <laughs> right? So it's, it's honestly taking a grain of salt. Yeah, it's going to be hurtful and you're not going to change anyone else. It's up, it, like, it's up to you to really not be offended by it. Because guess what? I'm still going to get me a plate. <laughs> oh, well. Um, you cook great food. I can't like not appreciate. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And at the end of the day, just be like, thank you, Auntie. And remembering that like they also been through their traumas. Yeah. Obviously, they've been told the same thing. And it's I guess it's up to our generation to stop that, stop that generational transition, generational um, custom of degrading others. Just speaking your mind. Yeah, in your mind. Yeah, well, I just I love you. I, I love tell you because I love you. Well, I don't feel like it doesn't feel <laughs> like love. <laughs> and I'm like, out of the five love languages, that's not words of affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I read somewhere, and I don't know if you you heard of this. They said I, I read that sometimes you know when you give people compliments, it creates trauma in them mm. because. Like, say if they're used to growing up or being around people, maybe that was abusive to them, mm-hmm. verbally, mentally, psychologically, or whatever, mm-hmm. that when someone positive comes into their lives and they say, wow, you're so beautiful, or mm-hmm. you're, and, they, and they legit mean it, mm-hmm. they get traumatized because, first of all, this is new, and second of yeah. all, they don't believe that in themselves. For sure. They, there's this chaos that they created, or not they created, but that was created for them. For example, like a child that was sexually abused and the abuser saying, oh, you know, I only do this because you're beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that is triggering. And it's kind of hard be- to like really focus on like, like obviously we can't like, you know, see someone like, oh, well, I shouldn't say this to them. Um, and knowing that triggers someone is the best time to like, like, hey, you know what, this triggers me. This, this inane compliment triggered me. Wow. It's some, maybe it's time to see a therapist. Because, yeah what does the word trigger mean like we hear it so blatant and like oh oh so kids go oh you're triggering me but like they they don't really understand and then you know mm-hmm. adults like you said certain things people say or do mm-hmm. whether it's directly to them or they're witnessing what is the word triggering like in your understanding 
in my understanding, it's just something that emotionally charges you and it's different for everybody. Someone will have a flashback. Other people will be like, stop. And it brings up all these memories from the first, the origin of the trauma. So for everyone, it's different. Some people might just get sweaty hands when they're triggered by something and not even know it. So is that a good sign though, that that's an alert to you? Like, mm-hmm. even, like if there's a fire, there's a smoke alarm. Yeah. Hey guys, there's a fire coming. Like there's mm-hmm. a fire in the home, evacuate. So when exactly. you're triggered, is that always, is that something maybe people should take notes on for themselves? To yeah. Say, oh, wait, that triggered me. Yeah, it's important. Like that's a thing that we get so inundated with is like being somewhere and how many of us take pictures on the beach but not be at the beach? Mm. So it, well, don't get me wrong. I'm going to take pictures for the first 10 minutes and then I'm going to stay <laughs> at the beach for all. But that's the biggest thing. It's like, you know, we, to be so aware of our body and our mind and how it all connects to each other, our soul, and what we give out to other people. It's so important. Wow. No, that's awesome. Hey, I know that um, you... I have to go into another appointment. <laughs> um, this is a pandemic, but she's still working. <laughs> and um, so can you share um, what is the best way uh, for people to follow you? I know that you're in transition. Um, what is the best way to find you on Instagram? I am in transition. If you look up Keylock Therapy, um, I'm located in the Amelot Valley. So I'm servicing Palmdale, Lancaster, Portsville, Roseland area, Tachapi. Um, and then you'll find me. I'm just opening up a new page, so it's a little bare bones, but I'll keep adding as the days go on. Well, thank you so much for your time. I know um, you have another appointment coming right now. <laughs> thank you for having me. You're welcome. And I can't wait for you to come back to Hawaii when everything is, you yes. know, calm down. Maui 2021. Yes. For sure. You have a great day. Aloha. Thank you. you too. Aloha. is sponsored by Ruth Melcher. Join her online shopping club, most known for their amazing cleaning products. They're non-toxic and have botanical ingredients. There's over 400 products, so you can basically find everything, cleaning, health, and beauty, nutrition, to even essential oils. You can find her at l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e backslash r-u-t-h-m-e-l-c-h-o-r. Thank you, Ruth, for being a sponsor for this episode.